Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. What you learn in four is to not accept what life is giving you. Dreams, just generally speaking, they don't come easy. They require the risk of, well, let me see what I can do. They require you to leave security. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. This episode is part four of a five-part series on the five stages of engagement. When we decide that life being, quote, good enough isn't good enough, or we just get bored with the sameness of the security phase, we ask ourselves, what else? Asking that question is the door to stage four, thrival. It's the door to all things extraordinary and where dreams begin to come true. I offer weekly member webcasts and teach live courses on clearandopen.com because I believe with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on the show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open up the podcast app, click the podcast cover art, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. I'd very much appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. Now let's dive in. The phase after security, usually what happens is someone is in security for a while and they get bored of it. They, they, they see the misery of sameness and they just are unfulfilled. And, you know, they've got the 2.2 kids and the Volvo and the Cocker Spaniel and the tennis club membership, I should add. Uh, and, and then they go, what, this is, this, this, what I worked so hard for, this is not, uh, fulfilling for me. And then they start to ask the question, what else, what, what more that is the door to thrival. Thrival is the phase of, of high achievement. Now, some people I think are just born high achievers and don't have to work to do it. They're just restless. There some people I'd say, you know, about five or 10% of the population, they just want to know what they can do. And they're just internally driven. They're, they don't need other people to motivate them. They're just, they push themselves. And uh, the shadow side can be things like, you know, restlessness, never feeling like anything is enough. But that's what this phase is about. This is the phase of having audacious dreams and actually going after them. In security, people often will have dreams but they don't relate to the dreams as something you would actually look for, actually embody. About um, Actually, it was around this time, about four years ago, I had the thought of moving to Maui for three or four months. And when I heard a voice in my head that said, you can't do that. You can't just pick up and go live in the tropics for you know, months like that. And, and I was like, that's interesting. I don't think that's true. And what I got in that moment was like, oh, that's the voice of my family. That's what my parents would say. You can't do that. And then I remembered just a minute or two later, it's like, oh yeah, I've always dreamed of living in a tropical place. I was a big David Lee Roth fan as, as a 12-year-old and you know, the, 
seeing the videos of California girls and, you know, cause he was always in Hawaii, Maui a lot, actually, you know, the whole, like, uh, the, the, the surfer uh, undercurrent in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which is a brilliant movie. Sean Penn's entree to stardom, if you haven't seen it. And I uncovered that and was like, oh yeah, I've always wanted to live in the tropics. And it's like, well, um, at the time, I guess I was 41. No, it was 40. And I was like, well, it's now or never. That for me was a movement from security to thrival. And I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to go. And... Uh, a lot of people will never do that. They relate to their dreams as something that you don't actually take big risks to do. And so they're expecting the dreams to like come find them, knock on their door and say, oh, here, just press this button and your dreams will come true. Or they just don't relate to the dreams as, as uh, well, basically they're choosing stability over dreams. And, you know, look at any wildly successful person and you will see usually... Uh, a place where they took quite a big risk or you often a uh, number of risks without safety nets to be able to achieve those dreams. Dreams, just generally speaking, they don't come easy. They require the risk of, well, let me see what I can do. They require you to leave security. So that's thrival. Thrival and uh, thrival is another way of talking about it is it's the domain of manifestation. Thrival is a domain where you say, this is what I want. Now, how can I make it happen? And so inside of that, there's a whole lot of teachings that are really important that you learn about in Thrival, like the importance of keeping your word, the importance of being organized. You can't be in Thrival and be living in any kind of chronic overwhelm. You can't be overly busy because by definition, Thrival is you're spending time, energy, and money working on your life five years from now. So if you're caught up in your day-to-day, moment-to-moment, getting through the day, you can't work on, you can't be crafting your life five years from now. You know, um, you're, you're planting trees that uh, you hope to sit under five, 10, 15 years from now. You can't do that if, uh, you know, you're dying of thirst and need something you can eat from, you know, two weeks from now. It requires commitment. It requires dedication. It requires the willingness to embrace discomfort, to push yourself into discomfort, which is again a marked difference from security. Right? Security is all about comfort. Yesterday, today being the same as yesterday. Thrival says, what discomfort can I productively push myself into for a longer term gain? And so for that reason, Instant gratification is a big issue in thrival. Someone who is hooked on any kind of instant gratification mode is not going to be able to do thrival because thrival by definition is not instant, right? Security and comfort is instant, you know, turning on the television and eating a pint of ice cream and binge watching reruns of Battlestar Galactica, that's comfort. That doesn't create your life to be a certain way five years from now. So thrival takes a kind of investment into your own discomfort and investment into your life. It requires a vision for what you want. All of that, of course, not possible if you're in any kind of crisis or chronic overwhelm. And then still many people would see, even if they saw that security was not the end all, many people would see thrival as the end all. And the 
usually the, the, the wealthiest people in our world are living in thrival modes because they're still pursuing money because they haven't gotten what it's really about, which is flow, in my opinion. So what happens similar to the, what happens when you get to the top of security and you've got the tennis club membership and the Cocker Spaniel and the green Volvo, I see it as a dark green Volvo, and you get bored at the top of Thrival, you realize that all that stuff you're acquiring, all the heroic efforts you're investing, all of um, what you've manifested for yourself isn't it. It's not touching something. You've got more than enough money. You've got all the stuff that you ever wanted. Um, you live where you want. You've got the people in your life that you want, maybe. But something is missing. and your personal will, which is what you develop in the realm of thrival, where you say, well, I'm going to make this happen. That's a personal will dynamic that is honed and developed and cultivated in thrival. You realize the limits of personal will. Because in some way in, in thrival, there's a, I would say, a, a necessary, I mean, it depends on the person. Everybody has their own paths. Some people will skip phases. But if we look at sort of the very academic template of moving from one to two to three to four to five, and of course, not everybody will do that. Some people will, I was born in three, for example, never had to deal with one or two, except for here and there in my life. Um, but if you look at sort of the archetypal one, two, three, four, five thing, what you learn in four is to, not accept what life is giving you. So there's a sort of, I can make whatever happen happen. This is, you know, the Tony Robbins model of, uh, of manifestation. The idea that you are the author of your life. Tony Robbins teaches this and many other personal growth models will come, will say that kind of thing. You can make whatever you want happen in your life. You can be whatever you want, what you can do, whatever you want, which is what we tell children. And there's a reason we tell children that. You know, because we want them to have an open sense of possibility and um, that kind of limitlessness. But in Thrival, you learn that not only is it true, not only is it not true that you can't do whatever you want, but it's actually not fulfilling to be able to do whatever you want. Right? So in Thrival, you'll make things happen or fail at making some things happen. And either way you learn, that wasn't really me, that thing I was trying to make happen. Because when you have really lofty goals and thrival, that typically either of two things will happen. The goal will fail and you'll realize that it just wasn't you to pursue it. You just didn't have it in you. Like if I wanted to become an Olympic bobsledder, right? That's just not me. I don't have the body to become an Olympic anything. You know, I've got bones like a bird. <laughs> I injure easily, you know, I got a strong will. I did martial arts for about 12 years and I have the pre-arthritis uh, arthritic joint joints to prove it. Right. So I could dedicate, I could be in a thrival mode and be like, well, I'm going to be an Olympic. Uh, well, I mean, what would be feasible? Curler, you know, the brooms and the ice and things. That doesn't seem too physically demanding. I'm going to be an Olympic curler, right? I'm going to dedicate, I'm going to practice curling, 50 hours a week. And, you know, what would happen is eventually I would, it would be really boring for me or something would happen and, and I would fail at it and be like, Oh, I realized 
that's not really it. Or I might succeed in being an Olympic curler and I get, you know, maybe a gold medal, let's say, and then I'm standing on the podium with the gold medal. And then the minute I get off, I'm like, wow, I'm miserable again. I just won the gold medal in curling, which was my lifelong dream. And, uh, and, uh, now what, which is what happens to many people when they achieve their goals and thrival. So again, either you don't achieve it and hopefully you realize that it wasn't really your goal to begin with, or you do achieve it and you realize it wasn't really what you wanted. What often happens for people in thrival, I've worked with many people like this, is the, the, their gold medal is a bunch of money and they get that money, whatever it was, and then they're still miserable. And so then they just set new money goals. There's a book called uh, Richistan. They did a study, uh, a survey of people from poverty level all the way up to multimillionaire. And they asked them uh, what their net worth was now and then what their goal, what they wanted their net worth to be. And inevitably, the vast majority of people, their answer was double whatever they had now. So someone in, who had $1,000 to their name wanted $2,000. Someone who had $200 million to their name wanted $400 million. This, this is the trap of thrival. Well, in the poverty cases, probably not, but the essence of it is there. The, the, the trap of, I just want a little bit more. I just want a little bit more. I just want a little bit more. And so the trap of thrival is when you achieve whatever goals, whatever personal will-based manifestation goals you had, when there's this, I got it, and then this sinking kind of like, oh, now what? The temptation is to create a new set of goals and go after those. And then for many people, they have to have that kind of goal collapse or uh, goal achievement hangover, maybe we could call it, um, enough times where they go, huh, you know what? I don't think I want to create a new set of goals this time. There's something else I need. And that is the entree to flow. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening and bye for now.